This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Sif Heider, the founder of Array. I'm a wellness entrepreneur and digital creator, and this is my show, The Dream Bigger Podcast. Listen, I love dreaming big, but you know what I love more? Actually having the resources to make those big dreams happen. And hey, dreams can sometimes be private jets, but other times they can look a little something like having the best skin of your damn life or starting a successful business or delving into spirituality. So on this podcast, I chat with experts and thought leaders from different fields about their tips and tricks on doing exactly that. Remember to subscribe. We drop new episodes every Tuesday. So see you then. Hey, bestie, it's Cami Crawford. Relationships are hard, and that's why I'm here. Think of me as your big sister slash audible BFF that you can always trust to give you the real tea. This is my show, Relationship the advice podcast that covers all relationship topics, the good, the bad, and the straight up shitty. Need advice? Send your story to hello at relationshippod.com or DM me at relationship on IG and tune in every Friday for new episodes. Be sure to follow us and subscribe so you don't miss all the hot goss. And if you're loving the show, please leave us a review. Talk soon, bestie. Hey friends. Okay, so today I came in the studio ready to talk my shit. Mostly at myself, but I'm going to direct it at you. But just know that when I'm talking to you, I'm actually talking to myself because this is like what I had to do yesterday to get myself out of a funk. I was in a funk all day yesterday. And when I'm in a funk, I like to give myself like 24 hours to feel like shit so that I can wake up the next day and feel like a bad bitch, which is today. But yesterday I was in a mood like I was in a mood. I told Danny, who if you guys don't know Danny, Danny's my assistant, but she also like writes back to all your comments and stuff on the Instagram page at relationship. If you're not following, I don't know what you're doing. And I told her I was like, I can't today. Like, I literally just can't today. I Sometimes you just can't. Sometimes you just can't, you know, because you can all the time and you do all the time, even when you feel like you can't. But then some days it's like, no, bitch, you actually can't. So here's what happened yesterday. Yesterday, I woke up feeling 
like regret. And I'm not a person who's like regretful, but I felt regret because I felt like I was just like not operating at my highest capacity. Like I felt like the Virgo rising was just like really tapping, tap, 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 tapping in (laughs) on my soul. and was like, bitch, what are you doing? You're not on your shit. Like you're not on your game. You are behind on some things, some work shit. And like, you're just not focused. Like, where is your focus? You have so many things that you're working on, things that are coming up. Like you need to focus. And I could not, I couldn't, I couldn't. And so I was started like beating up on myself, which happens sometimes, you know, Virgo risings. If you're a Virgo out there, you got Virgo placements, you know. That bitch is hard on us, okay? And I can't stand her sometimes, but she does keep me in line. But like her and my Venus um, in Sagittarius were like beefing yesterday, like having a whole war because, you know, lately I've been going out more, you know, wearing less, going out more as Drake says, because I'm single. And so I want to be out and like having fun and enjoying my life. And then, you know, when it's time to like start working again, which is 24 seven for me, it's like, I feel like I'm like not on track. Like, I feel like I'm just like discombobulated. I don't know what I'm doing. And I just don't feel like I'm on my shit. And I like to be on my shit at all times. But we can't do that. Like, that's just not even realistic. And I, you know, talked to Kelly, my therapist yesterday. Thank God. You know, those therapy sessions be coming right on time. Like, I planned it last week without having thought that I was going to have a mental breakdown yesterday. And when I looked at my calendar and was like, oh, therapy, five o'clock. Praise God, because your girl needed it. And Kelly was like, she didn't say it like this, but like, I feel like Kelly and I are best friends, even though she's my therapist and we're not best friends because we've never met in real life. We've only been virtual for the whole year that we've been talking to each other. But basically the gist was she was like, bitch, you just got out of a five year long relationship where you thought that you were going to marry this person. And like now you're navigating single life like your real life is operating as well as your work life. Like both are happening at the same time. She didn't say bitch, by the way. I'm just like you know, clarifying that because somebody's gonna be like, oh, unprofessional. She didn't say that. But, you know, that's how I received it. She (laughs) she was like, you just got out of a five year relationship. Give yourself some grace, like give yourself a fucking break. So this is me talking to you, talking to me. If you are being hard on yourself today or if you've been hard on yourself this week and you've been in a rut and you're trying to get out of it, give yourself some fucking grace, bitch. You are trying to navigate life on top of work, on top of a pandemic that we've been in and still are in and who knows when the fuck we're getting out of it. You have been trying to navigate all of those things at once. You are fine. You are doing a good job. Bitch, you're doing a good job. You're doing your best. (laughs) You're doing as best as you can. That's what I had to tell myself this morning and last night to just kind of like get my brain out of that downward spiral. She was spiraling, bitch, like down the tubes. I was like really, really, really beating up on myself. And thank God for Kelly. That conversation really, really helped me. And some friends, too, that I talked to that were like, give yourself some grace. Like, can you offer that to yourself? Can you stop beating up on my best friend like that? Like, you know, sometimes you have to talk to yourself like that, too, because you are your own best friend. You should be. And sometimes you have to be like, bitch, stop beating up on my best friend like that. Like, chill out. It's fine. Everything is going to be fine. Everything is going to turn out fine. You're going to get it back on track. You're going to get it together. But life is happening as well as everything else that's around you. And so it's okay also to have a good time and to treat yourself and to take a break and to 
go have a drink with your friends or go go out. And, you know, it's okay to do those things also. Like you have to feed that part of you too so that you don't feel like you're neglecting it. So that was the talk that I had to have with myself yesterday. And, you know, the talk that I felt compelled to then come on this microphone and say to you, because I know that if I'm feeling it, somebody else is feeling it too. And in those moments, it can feel like the world is closing in on you. And, you know, you're you're not on your own side. That's how it feels. But somebody got to be on your side. Somebody has to. It might as well be you because you're in your head more than anybody else. So long story short, that's how I've been feeling. And not anymore, though. Like yesterday was, you know, a one day thing. And today we woke up and we changed some things around. Now, you know, put a plan together, plan of action of what we were going to do. How are we going to get the shit done that needs to be done? And we're back. It's just like that. Sometimes it takes longer than that, though. Sometimes it takes a week. Sometimes it takes a month. Sometimes it takes a few months. But like as soon as you can break yourself out of that spiral, like log the fuck out of that because it's not conducive to anything else that you have going on. And you're not going to be able to be good for anybody, let alone yourself, if you're shitting on yourself all day long. So that's the tea. That's what we're doing. Give yourself a fucking break. Listen, y'all, as someone who has been on birth control for, God, who even knows, I think like 15 years, I know how important it is to get my pills and get my pills on time. Okay. Because you never know when you're going to have that sneaky link. You never know, you know, some things, especially reproductively, you can just never know. So it's nice to know that if one thing is going to be for certain, you are going to get your prescription when you need it. Because life is stressful enough and access to healthcare shouldn't be. Luckily, getting birth control and sexual wellness products is one less thing you will have to worry about with Pill Club. You'll never have to take another trip to the doctor or wait in line at the pharmacy ever again. They provide access to care from the comfort of your own home and delivery to your door in discreet packaging. The Pill Club offers birth control subscriptions prescribed by a medical professional and delivered straight to your door for free. The Pill Club carries over 120 FDA-approved brands and ships to all 50 states. Most brands of birth control are free with insurance or Medicaid. Otherwise, prices start as low as $7 per month without insurance. The Pill Club delivers birth control to your door for free in discreet packaging along with fun self-care gifts and goodies. What's more, their licensed medical team is just a text away to give you the best reproductive health care. Sign up for birth control in just five minutes. Skip the office visit and waiting in the line at the pharmacy and join Pill Club. Right now, when you go to thepillclub.com slash cami, the Pill Club is offering a $10 donation to thebesider.org for every relationship listener who becomes a patient. Your donation will help low-income individuals get access to birth control through besider.org. That's thepillclub.com slash cami to get your first birth control care package and donate to help more women in need of affordable birth control. Remember, thepillclub.com slash cami. You must use the link to make a donation. All right, y'all, let's get back to the show. Okay, now we are moving on. And by the way, I have a new iPad. And it's very, very exciting because I feel like, I don't know if you guys saw that TikTok. Uh, I think his name is Kenyon. Talking about, people who have an iPad have their life together. And so, you know, today I'm stepping into a new form and I'm having my life together. So I have my iPad with me and I have a little pen. It's so cute. I like literally have only touched this thing like twice since I got it for Christmas from my family, but it's so cute. And I just feel so cute with it. Anyway, (laughs) 
So it's the little things, guys. I'm the type of person that like, if I feel like my life is like discombobulated, I'll be like, you know what I need? A new notebook. You know what I need? A new planner. And like that will just set the tone. That will get my life together. But the iPad is like a supercharged version of a new notebook. And it's very, very exciting. So today we are going to do a relationship talk, which, you know, we love those. It's basically where you guys send me in your questions and things that are going on in your lives. And I give you my advice. And since today, you know, I woke up with a new mind frame. I'm feeling like advisory, like an advisor. That probably doesn't make any sense, but I'm feeling like I could give some advice today because yesterday, bitch, if I would have came on this mic, because we actually were supposed to record this yesterday. If I would have came on this mic, I don't know what I would have told y'all. So be happy that I took a day to get my head on straight because Lord only knows. I would have been like, get a divorce. (laughs) Get a divorce. Dump your best friend. Kill him. Do what you have to do. Anyway, so let's get into some of your DMs and questions. And by the way, thank you guys all the time for sending these things in. Even when I don't give you like a prompt of what the episode is going to be about, you guys send in your stories all the time. And I really appreciate it because it just means that you trust me and I fuck with that. Okay. So our first one. Hi, bestie. So I'm stuck. A little over a year ago, I was in a relationship. He was a very private person and we clashed a lot because I'm super impulsive. Aries, crying, laughing face. We love Aries. And he holds things in until he can't anymore. Around a year into our relationship, I started finding things that led me to his most recent ex. Of course, he played it off and said it was nothing and the relationship was over and he did not have any feelings towards her and that they don't communicate. But then she commented on a photo he posted on Instagram. They did not follow each other. I was really uncomfortable and upset. Of course, he played it off saying that they have mutual friends and that's probably how she saw the picture. But it's nothing more than a comment. I eventually let it go. A month later, yes, I was keeping an eye out at period. Same. I would have done the same thing. She posts a picture from a little out of the city trip. And who likes the picture? My man. Man in quotes. I didn't want to jump to conclusions, but long story short, everything pointed towards him and her being on this trip together. Of course, he denied. We ended up breaking up a month or so later. And surprise, surprise, he ends up back with her a few months later. At one point, the girl low-key disrespected me, but I truly hate having issues with women over a man. Time has passed now and they are no longer dating and I'd like to reach out to her to get the truth. I feel like I need to know if he was really on that trip with her. I need to know for sure if he cheated. Is that pointless? Is this really closure? I really can't explain this need to know. Hope to hear from you. Girl, let me tell you something. If he was on a trip with her at any point while you guys were dating, it doesn't matter if he went on another trip with her after you guys broke up, if he went on a trip with her while you guys were dating a one-on-one trip or even a group trip and didn't say something to you about it, like if say all his friends went on a group trip, she's got mutuals with him. They were all in the same place at the same time. Okay, fine. I'm not one to be like, okay, we're not adults and we can't be in the same space on the same vacation. It's possible. But at the same time, being that they have history, he should have communicated that to you that she was going to be there. I've been in that situation before and the person that I was dating let me know that this person was going to be on the trip. Cool. Thank you for being honest. Thank you for letting me know in advance. However, under no motherfucking circumstances should you be taking one-on-one trips with your ex-girlfriend. It sounds like she's your current girlfriend. That's what it's giving. So I would say as far as you reaching out to her for any reason, 
about anything having to do with a man that you do not need to be with because he already, you know, overstepped the boundaries of your relationship by going on a trip with her in the first place is going to be a no for me. I don't think that there's anything that you need to talk to her about. What do you need to know? What do you need to know? He went on the vacation and then he got back with her afterwards. So there was some kind of conversation either shortly after or during your relationship that led to them dating again. You reaching out to her doesn't really do anything for either one of you. If you want closure from someone, you need to talk to him about it. And whether or not he gives you the truth is really irrelevant because you're not with him anymore. If it makes you feel better, though, I would have a conversation with him specifically because I know that there's nothing worse than having like that looming question over your head. I've been there, too, and that's annoying. So like it's nice to be able to get the answers that you deserve. But that doesn't always mean that the person's going to give them to you. So just keep that in mind. But reaching out to the other woman it's not very girl boss. That's not what we're, that's not what we're doing. I just don't think that it's, see the way that I am, I can't give anybody the satisfaction of thinking that I'm even thinking about them. Like my pride and my ego will just not allow, it doesn't allow for me to do that. So I feel like if I were, if I were you and I was reaching out to this girl, I don't know. I just feel like it will give her like an extra infinity stone that I'm just not willing to give away. Not willing to like sacrifice my pride for anybody. So I'm going to say don't reach out to her. But if you have questions, I would talk to him. See if he'll give you the truth. Probably not. I don't know him, but like who wants to be caught up in a situation like that, especially if there's a chance that he might want to get back with you. I would just move on with my life and keep it pushing personally. So but I'm sorry that because that's fucking annoying. But I just I just wouldn't. I just wouldn't. And that whole Instagram shit, I'm sorry. It's just social media. No, get the fuck out of here. If it was just social media, then you would have been on a private solo trip with her. And then you wouldn't have gotten together with her afterwards. Like, get the fuck out of here. No, stop. Anyway, moving on. Listen, guys, I told you a long time ago that my New Year's resolution was to start taking my vitamins regularly. And I have really been doing a great job. I'm so proud of myself, but mostly because I've switched to Ritual. Ritual vitamins are absolutely amazing, and I've been using their Women's 18 Plus multivitamin, which was formulated by exhaustive research to help fill nutrient gaps in the diets of women ages 18 plus. It's formulated with nutrients to help support brain health, bone health, blood health, and provide antioxidant support. Because gaps in the diet should not be ignored. Over 97% of women ages 19 to 50 are not getting enough vitamin D from their diet and 95% aren't getting their recommended daily intake of key omega-3s. Listen, you know we got to get the omegas, all right? We need all the things. The alphas, the omegas, all of it. But Ritual didn't stop there. They invested in a gold standard university-led clinical trial to prove the impact of Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin. The results, Essential for Women 18 Plus was shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in 12 weeks. Ritual is committed to third-party testing from USP and non-GMO project traceable and vegan-friendly ingredients and always clear communication. No shady stuff. Like I said, I've been loving it and I feel the difference when I'm taking regular vitamins. I can't even tell you enough. Like the energy levels, everything just feels better. I feel like a full person. Right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off of your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash cami and turn healthy habits into a ritual. 
That's 10% off at ritual.com slash Cami. All right, besties, let's get back to the podcast. Hey, Cami, I've been thinking about getting into therapy for almost a year now, but I've been in the middle of moving to a different state and finding a new job and a bunch of other stuff. Do you have any advice about finding the right therapist? When you started therapy, did you stay with the first person you met or did you have to shop around first before you found your therapist? I just don't know where to even start and I would love to know how you found your amazing therapist. Thanks. Love you. Love you too. We know we love Kelly. Kelly is amazing. Kelly was the first therapist that I actually talked to and had a consultation with. I think, I don't know. You know, we talk about intuition on this podcast and like, I just feel like... I'm a person who can talk to someone and know immediately if I'll if I'll be able to click with them. So I think it's important when you're interviewing therapists, because that's what it is. It's an interview. It's you figuring out if they match what it is that you need for your needs. Like you are the job and they're, you're hiring them to, you know, take care of the things that you need for your business, your personal business. I did, though, research some other therapists for me. I went on, I think it was like blackgirltherapy.com. There's a bunch of different websites that you can go on to find therapists, like Talkspace. Some people use like BetterHelp. There's a bunch of different ones. And you can just basically like look for therapists in your area or outside of your area because most people are virtual anyway. And put in the different things that you, you're looking for. If it's childhood trauma, if it's anxiety, if it's, you know, LGBTQIA plus centered issues and things that you want to talk about, like people who are affirming in that way, you can kind of filter out what it is that you're looking for and then go through. I'm not going to lie. I'm judgmental, just like anybody else. Like you look at the picture, if the picture looks like it was taken on their iPhone, like in their closet, probably not going to reach out to that therapist because if you're hiding in your closet to take a selfie, I don't know if you can really help me (laughs) with what I need. So, you know, based off the pictures alone, Sometimes you can see, like, does the person have a warm smile? Do they feel welcoming? And then I read their actual bio, what they're about, you know, kind of like how they start off the bio. Because there are some therapists that you'll look up and they'll be like, you should be maximizing your best life. Contact me so that I can help you to do that. It's like, I'm trying. (laughs) So I don't want to reach out to that person. But like for somebody who's like, have you been suffering with a lot of anxiety lately? Don't know what to do for the next steps of your life. And like you're trying to go along this journey and it's really, really difficult. Like help me, help me help you guide you through that. That sounds like a more welcoming intro. And I, I it depends on what you need too. It's kind of like having a, a coach or like a trainer. Like some people like to be pushed really, really hard. And some people, you know, like a little bit more of like a guidance kind of thing and like a positive reinforcement than like a drill sergeant. So I say read, you know, see what they're about, see if they have any socials. Like, I think that that's also a good thing to do. You know, I'm a professional stalker as my job. So I like to look at people's Facebooks. I like to look up the Instagrams. I like to see what is going on behind the scenes. What are they talking about if they're doing lives? So when I was looking up therapists, that's what I was doing. And it does take some time. It takes a little bit of research. But like I said, this is an interview. Like you're looking for a candidate to help you to be able to navigate your life. And that should be something that you take seriously and like actually look into the person. So that's what I did. And then I reached out to some therapists, but Kelly was the only one that I actually talked to on the phone for a consultation. But I'm gonna be real with you. There was one therapist that I reached out to and I was like, oh, this one could be okay. And then I was like, something just like told me to look at her socials and I did. And they were not, 
adding up with the things that she said that she was like a, you know, an expert in. Who am I to even judge that? But like, I'm not going to put her business out there, but it was just like, it wasn't giving. So I ended up canceling the consultation with her, found Kelly through a black therapist group that's in LA. And they introduced me to Kelly, had my consultation with her, booked the first session shortly after that. And that was that. And like, I got a good vibe from her. You will know if the person is right. If it feels forceful or if it feels like the person is prying too much and not really like listening to you. That was something that I noticed with Kelly was that she she didn't pry. Like if I wanted to talk about something, then we could talk about it. But she wasn't like, wait, 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 run that back. Like explain that to me. Like what's the backstory of that? Like she didn't do that. She waited for me to tell her and, you know, helped me to kind of just understand and and think about things in a different way because my Virgo rising, like I said, and my Scorpio sun child, I think that I know everything. Like, I think that I've already dissected everything. I've already been through it. I have already worked myself out of it and I've already healed. No, (laughs) like, no, sometimes you need somebody to step in and just like be like, well, have you ever thought about it this way? My mind be blown every single time. So, you know, there's definitely resources for finding people. It really just depends on what you're looking for. If you're looking for any particular expertise as far as therapy, I would literally just Google like child trauma therapist, Los Angeles or wherever you live. And a lot of times there are different resources where you can just kind of like sift through and see who you like. It takes time for some people. They've had like 10 therapists until they found the ones that they like. But I think a really good kind of note is just to trust your intuition on it. And um, yeah, just kind of like get a feel for the person, get a feel for them. I think that's really, really helpful. Okay, moving on. Okay, so if you are an avid listener of the show, you know that we love OkCupid on relationship. And if you live in LA, you've probably seen their cute billboards all over town, basically trying to get you to download the app because it works, guys. That's that's the whole point. So, you know, I just always think about it like this. Like, have you ever been on a date and it's going really well and then all of a sudden they drop a huge deal breaker like they don't vote or don't want kids? In those moments, I always think, wow, I wish I knew that. I wouldn't have put on pants. Thanks to the dating app OkCupid, daters may never be in that situation again. OkCupid finds people you're most compatible with. OkCupid is the only app where your opinions matter because you matter. Here's how it works. The OkCupid app learns what's important to you by asking you questions like, how long do you want your next relationship to last? Do you like scary movies? Do you enjoy discussing politics? Plus so much more. Then the app's one-of-a-kind algorithm pairs you with people that care about what you care about, like puppies and reproductive rights. In fact, did you know OkCupid is the only dating app in the world that lets you filter out singles that don't care about the issues you care about, from climate change to being pro-choice to LGBTQ rights? That means no more wasted time, no more wasted money, and no more surprises. It's time to find your person. And it really works. OkCupid has mentioned more times in the New York Times wedding section than any other dating app. Obviously, people are going down the aisle, y'all. It works. Download the dating app OkCupid in the App Store today. P.S. It's free, so you have no excuses. All right, let's get back to the podcast. Hi, Cammie. I recently started listening to your podcast, and honestly, you make me laugh so much. I love that. Thank you. I am a whole clown, so I appreciate it. 
I'm in a bit of a sticky situation. I'm bisexual and I've been with my girlfriend for about three years. We were friends beforehand. So in total, I've known her six years. Here's the thing. She's married. She's been married for 15 years and got married young, but she always said how she doesn't love her husband and that they have no relationship. It's just financially she's stuck. And that's why she's still in this marriage. I've never done this before where I've been with someone married and I know it's really wrong, but I do genuinely love her. However, she said that she will never leave her husband, but wants to carry this on as well. She says she has no sexual relationship or mental relationship with him, but I'm not sure what to believe anymore. And I recently found out that she's having IVF, which she's kept hidden. And I only found out when I bumped into her outside of the hospital with her husband. What? Is this a Lifetime movie? There's no fucking way. Wow. (laughs) Okay. Since then, my feelings have changed and I feel as though even though she says she loves me, etc., like her life is moving on. She keeps saying that she's not happy and she's moving forward, but I feel stuck. This really annoyed me and I've started speaking to one of my guy friends about this who I've known for years. And the more we've spoken, we've gotten closer and recently he's asked me to marry him. This is a Lifetime movie. This is not real. There's no way. There's no way. Okay. I feel so confused because I do love her, but I know she's not going to leave him or leave her life. And at the same time, I have my friend asking me to marry him that I've known all my life. What should I do? I'm so overwhelmed right now. Please advise me on this. I have no one to talk to about this as I have not even come out. Thanks, Cammie. Jesus Christ. I I don't even know what to say to you. I don't know if I should congratulate you or cry. Like this is wow. Wow. First of all, you got to be a baddie because this is a lot, a lot of moving parts. A lot of people want you. This is really, really exciting. Okay. As far as your girlfriend, unless she is in an open relationship with her husband, she cannot be your girlfriend. She is somebody else's wife. So we got to, we got to, I know you love her. I get it. I understand. But if she really wanted to be with you, I feel like she would want let her husband know I have this girl that I'm in love with and I want to open relationship and I want to be with her. I also want to be with you and let him deal with that. But it sounds like she's living kind of like a double life. Like it sounds like she is with her husband one day at the hospital doing IVF treatments and then fucking around with you at Ikea. Like what is going on? This is just doesn't make any sense. This doesn't make any sense. And it doesn't sound fair to you. And I just don't want for you to end up in a situation where she ends up you know, hopefully pregnant from her IVF treatments and having a kid with her husband and then is like, actually, I think I just want to do like my traditional married life with my husband. I don't think if she didn't want to be with the husband, would she be trying to then go have kids with him? Like there's other ways of getting pregnant with somebody that you're actually in love with and, and you know, have an emotional and a, a mental, spiritual, whatever relationship with as well. So I'm not sold on her story as far as not being in love with him or wanting to be with him. It sounds like she wants to have her cake and eat it too. And that's okay. But if you're not comfortable with that, then it's not okay with you. And it's not okay for you. As far as your guy friend that asked you to marry him, it, uh, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) That is, that is interesting timing. And it's also Venus retrograde. So like be very, very careful because there's a lot of shit going on in the in the stars. But I would just take my time with that because you're also still in love with somebody else. So you need to take some time to 
end, in my opinion, end and heal from that relationship and see if you're even interested in this guy because you may not be. You may just be. Your heart is kind of like in limbo right now and you may not even be into him. Like it could just be that he's been there and you've been confiding in him and so it feels good to have somebody to talk to about this, but you may not actually like him. So I wouldn't marry him with keeping that in mind. But this is very overwhelming. I think you should sell this to Netflix and get some coins because this is, that is, that is wild. That is wild. I don't even know if I gave you advice, but I think I just gave you a bunch of my opinions, but I think that you should, uh, yeah, no, no, that's going to be, that's going to also be a no for me, dog. I just don't think it's going to be, I think you're going to end up hurt in the end by, by somebody. So no, no. Okay. So this next one says, my boyfriend and I have been together for about four years. We have two beautiful kids together. And for the most part, it's all good. However, I haven't exactly been honest about my past. I was engaged before my current relationship and it ended because I cheated on him with my current. I know it's super shitty. But now that four years have gone by, I don't know if I should bother telling him the truth. I know that the past is the past, but sometimes my family will bring up my ex since we were together for a long time. And I'm on the edge all the time thinking that it might slip. What do I do? I don't know if I should take this to the grave or tell him now before we get further into the relationship. Who? Wow. Well, that's a heavy burden to bear, first of all, for you. I, you know, sometimes I'm on the fence because sometimes I'm like, what the person doesn't know won't kill them. Like what I don't know won't kill me until it does. And then it's like, then everybody's heartbroken, then everybody's upset. And it's like, what the fuck? I could have just said something. But it's not even like getting further into the relationship. You already have two kids together. You're already together, committed to each other, which is beautiful. And yeah, you met him under the least ideal circumstances. You cheated on your ex person with them. And now you're in a relationship with them. You have two kids and you're loving each other and having a beautiful life. I'm not saying that your actions from the past were right or wrong, but you're in a good situation now. And if it makes you feel better to confess it, fine. Do I think that it's going to make a difference in your relationship? Probably not. I mean, the only thing that it can possibly do is have him wondering if you'll cheat on him. But that's like natural, I think, for anybody who's been cheated on or cheated with someone, had an affair, whatever. Like, I think that that's a natural thing, but that's also their own personal journey that they have to take as far as whether or not they trust you. And, you know, your relationship from the past is different from your relationship from the present, I'm sure. So, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's a good idea to share it. I think it's only a good idea to share it if you think that you need to share it to free yourself from the chains that bind you to your past. Like if that is the case, then 1000%, I think that you should say something because you don't want to be tiptoeing around, you know, feeling like uneasy. But at the same time, like if it was... If it was a situation where you cheated on your ex with somebody else and that's why the relationship ended, I don't think you need to share that with your current partner. But because the person that you cheated on them with is your current partner, I can see why you might feel some anxiety about that getting out. So, you know, I, I'm, I see both sides of this. 
the Libra moon just hopped out. I see both sides. I see the side of you not sharing it and just leaving it alone because it is what it is and it was what it was and it's no longer relevant. But then at the same time, I see you sharing it, maybe even casually, like make it like not a big deal. Like, be like, did you know? Hey, by the way, like on a drunk night, be like, yeah, after a few margaritas, yeah, you know, we hooked up and I still was in a relationship, but I was almost, I was on my way out. I just feel like, you know, there's a way, there's a way without making it like it doesn't need, I don't think it needs to be like a sit down conversation. Like, I have something to confess. Like, no, I don't think that it's that deep because it's over. So, up to you, boo. But, you know, you should feel good at the end of the day. That's important. All right. Last one. Hi. So I'll just jump right in. I'm 24 female and my boyfriend is a 28 year old male. We've been together two going on three years. When we met, I was an undergrad and didn't have my life together whatsoever. And he was not in school working in retail. In these three years, I have graduated, landed an amazing job with benefits and started grad school. My boyfriend works for a mail carrier part-time, barely making ends meet. We recently moved in together while we were in college, while I was in college, because I truly thought that it was the best option. We've been here almost two years and almost every month he's short on his side of the bills. It made me unattracted to him because I just don't like taking care of a grown man. He says he wants to do better, but has zero ambition. I've tried to break up with him more than once and he doesn't take me seriously. I found an apartment closer to my hometown and I am moving. I put everything in his name. Therefore, I have no ties to our old home. I know he can't afford this place on his own, but I'm getting to the point where he has to sink or swim or go back to where I found him, which was at his mother's. You know what? You're shady. (laughs) True, though. True. You're right. You're shady, but you're right. Am I the asshole for leaving him even though he says he wants better for us? I love him, but love does not put food on the table. Anonymous. And you know what? You are motherfucking right about that. Let me tell you something about love. Love is great. Love doesn't pay the bills. It doesn't. And let me tell you something about the IRS. They come. So the bills come. The IRS comes. All of that. Things have to be paid for. There's car notes. There's mortgages. There's rent. There's miscellaneous things. There's all kinds of things. You are in a relationship with somebody who where they are at, it sounds like, is good enough for them. It doesn't mean it has to be good enough for you, though. And when you're in these relationships, I think it's important to understand that your wants are not everybody else's wants. Your needs are not everybody else's needs. So he could be happy where he's at. And this could be good enough for him. So you need to allow him to go and find somebody that is happy with that. But it's not going to be you. And it sounds like you've already tried to do it. And now you're actually taking the steps to do it and to get out of it, which I think is great because you don't need to be unhappy and you don't need to be taking care of a grown man. That's a fact. Like the way I see it now, you guys, as far as this is concerned, I feel like I've been watching a lot of TikToks about uh, divine femininity and like living in your feminine energy. And for heterosexual women who are in relationships with heterosexual men, there is a blow that your femininity takes when you are 
putting on more of a masculine energy to take care and lead a relationship. This might sound like the inner misogynist to me, but fuck it, because this is how I feel these days. I am looking for a man that is going to lead me somewhere. So you don't have to have every single last thing together because nobody does. But I'm looking for somebody who can teach me something, who can lead me in a direction, who is like, I already have these investments. I'm going to put you on or like, oh, you have a condo. That's so beautiful, honey. I'm so proud of you for paying for that condo. Love that for you. Here's your estate. Let me show you your vehicles. I love your car that you pay for. Here are your cars that I am giving you and providing for you. Like, you know, a provider. I think at the end of the day, like as much as I love to be on my independent woman bullshit, it hasn't served me very well. Okay. And I'm just going to be real with you. I'm tired of that. I'm over that. I want to be taken care of. I want to be flued out. All right. That's what I want. I'm trying to get flued out. You hear me? So, (laughs) and I've never done that. Like I've never been that type of person. I'm always like very like 50-50 or at least like 75-35, right? That's 100. That's right. 75. What is it? 7525. Thanks, Danny. I'm not good at math, but where are we going? Where are you taking me? I need you to be taking me to new heights. Like I want somebody who we can grow together, but also somebody that comes in with like weight, like applying pressure. Like that's what I'm on now. So I feel like for you, of course, you're not feeling attracted to this man because you are taking care of this man and you're not being taken care of. Like, I'm sure, listen, I would hope that if you're paying all the bills and doing all the shit that he's over there rubbing your feet and your back and making dinner and doing the things and like, you know, making you feel loved and supported in different ways. But if what you are looking for is financial support and he's not providing any and he's lacking the ambition that you have for yourself and for this relationship, of course, you're not going to be attracted to him anymore. Who wants to suck the dick of a guy who is fucking sitting on the couch and not doing shit with his life? What? Like nobody, nobody is getting excited off of that. I'm sorry. And some of these men don't think that they had to provide anything anyway. So like, mm, 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 mm. so I'm glad that you're leaving and you should not feel sorry because you told him what it is that you need. You made it very clear. He's not able to provide it. And maybe one day he will for himself or for somebody else, or maybe for you, maybe he'll get his whole life together. But I don't think that like, have you all seen that movie Acrimony with Taraji P. Henson? And she gets with this man when he's like at the bottom of the barrel and he was like a mess then. But he was like, you know, trying to build something for himself. And then he becomes like a millionaire with his own company. And I think he cheats on her or something. I don't know. I don't remember exactly what happened because, you know, it's Tyler Perry. I think it was Tyler Perry. Who was it? I don't know. But, you know, black movies be getting a little off track sometimes. So she fell into the water and like died. So it gets a little complicated. Anyway, that's not happening. Like that doesn't happen every single day. These guys don't come from like 30 years of trying to do blah, 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 and like make something of themselves and then become like a instant sensation overnight. Like it happens sometimes, but the chances of it happening for you and you like ride or dying for this person until they make it. I don't know. It really depends on what you need in that moment. If you are willing to stick it out and ride or die, then by all means, like ride until the wheels fall off. But it sounds like the wheels have already fallen off and the rent is due. And yeah, I think I think you are right. I think you are right for being out. And I don't think that you should have any regrets about 
you know, standing firm in what it is that you want. And you told him what you want. And he was like, eh, it's okay. You'll be fine. No, you won't. So just keep doing you. Keep doing you. Because you deserve to be with somebody that you're passionate about. And he deserves to be with somebody that's passionate about him. And, you know, some people are cool with him in his current state. It's not your responsibility to change him. And, you know, it's not really your right to change him. He has to change for himself or stay the same for himself because that's what he's happy with. So good luck to that man. Sorry to this man, but yeah. No, you did the right thing, babes. Keep it pushing. All right, y'all. This was great. I really, really enjoyed this. And I'm so glad that I did it today versus yesterday because like I said, this advice was so much better than what I would have given yesterday because I don't know what I would have said. But, you know, sometimes we have days like that. Sometimes shit happens. And wow, these stories, y'all be living the most full and fruitful lives. And I'm so happy to see it. We love to see it. It's very, very exciting. Um, I don't really have anything to leave you with except for what I said in the beginning, which is give yourself some grace, trust your intuition, trust yourself. Because, you know, while I love advising you, I do feel like we do know what's best for ourselves. And sometimes we ask questions when we already know the answers to them. Like we already know what we should do. We already know the vibes. We already know what it's hitting for and what it's not. And sometimes we just have to move in that direction and just, you know, live. I was talking to my trainer six yesterday, which I talked to him all the time because he's my parole officer. If you guys follow me on Instagram, which you should, I don't don't think you'd be here if you didn't, but you know, um, I call him my parole officer because I have to do my check-ins with him at the gym when I'm working out. I'm going to have him on the podcast soon, but basically he, he asked me a simple question. Very, very simple, but I feel compelled to share. He said, is your current course of action taking you to the place that you want to be? And, or is it, is it yielding the result that you want it to yield? Which is so simple and you can apply it to so many different things in life. Is your current situation, is your current relationship taking you to the places that you want to go? Is it going to yield the certain result that you want? Is your current course of action, the way that you're acting, the way that you are performing at work, the way that you are dating, the way that you are talking to yourself, is that going to yield the result of you getting married, being more confident, getting a promotion, any of the things that you can apply it anywhere? Like, is what you're doing right now planting the seeds for the growth that you're looking for? Yes or no? And if the answer is no, then it's time to pivot. If the answer is yes, then continue on that track. But if the answer is no, which a lot of times we know when it's no, Like I knew when I was fucking around, going out, thotting and bopping, that that was not going to yield the results that I want (laughs) as far as my work. I knew that. So it's time to pivot. Maybe go out a little less. Is, Is me not going out yielding the results of meeting new people and being out there and like enjoying my life? No, staying in the house isn't going to help that. So maybe sometimes you go out a little bit more. Like it just, it really is a case by case basis. But I just found it to be very just illuminating. Like it just blew my mind. I was like, wow, this is this is insane. Sometimes men do say good things. Although I tweeted this last night and I still firmly believe that men should not have podcasts. That is my hot take of the day. I'm going to leave you on that note. (laughs) And that's that. I will talk to you guys soon. Love you so much.
Bye. Thank you so much for listening. You can catch a new episode of Relationship every single Friday. Make sure you hit that follow button so you don't miss any of the action. And I want to hear from you. So please, if you love the show, leave us a review. But by review, you know I only need five stars only. And let us know what you think. Make sure you follow us on socials at Relationship on Instagram and at Relationship Pod on Twitter. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye, bestie.